This is 105.9 The Region with your stories, the good news in our neighborhoods, our cities, our country, and beyond. This is good to hear. One of the things that's been good to hear throughout the pandemic is how people have improvised, adapted, and overcome to our new situation, including exercise and working out. And someone who's taken it to a new level is based right here in Vaughn, Mike Kaufman, a welder and custom metal worker, who came up with a brilliant idea, squat, the number six stance, squat six stance. Mike, how are you doing? I'm excellent. How are you? Good. I, I, looking at your website, squat6dancetoronto.ca and your Instagram, it reminded me when I first started working out in the 80s, a lot of the gyms, they had to make their own equipment. But there was something so sturdy and perfect about it. And I look at your equipment, you can tell that you're someone who works with metal for a living the way you put it together. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a welder and fabricator by trade. And uh, kind of how this whole thing started was uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, I was out of work because we weren't deemed uh, essential. So I kind of had to go back to the drawing board. And, you know, there was a huge uh, lack of, of home fitness equipment because everybody began to really uh, take, uh, you know, health and fitness to the next level, being at home and whatnot. And uh, so I just needed one for myself and really uh, just came up with a design. My wife loved it, posted it on social media, and the feedback was uh, was incredible. So how soon after the feedback and your wife's urging did you think, well, there's there's a business here. Maybe I can do something and take it to the next level. Yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too long. It kind of just started uh, with, with a few of my friends. You know, we, we all play on a rugby team, so we all work out and all that. And, uh, you know, caught on from there and then just word of mouth and people really saw the, the quality of the equipment. And uh, I'm proud to say it's all Canadian made, Canadian manufactured with uh, good Canadian products. So, No, Mike, it's fantastic. And, and looking at your Instagram feed, there, there's benches that have different angles. There's squat racks. And, and I know a lot of women my wife's age who don't feel comfortable working out in a gym scenario and like the idea of having good home equipment like this to do their own thing in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, what, what I've learned as well is, uh, you know, going to the gym, you, you can never take that away. It's always an awesome experience, but you know, especially for people that don't necessarily have time or you have kids at home or, or, you know, you're, you're comfortable working out in your own home. It shows that you can have a really good setup in your house and just get as good of a workout uh, at home than you can at the gym as well. So, Speaking with Vaughn's Mike Kaufman, who's the genius behind Squat 6 Stance, Squat the number 6 Stance. You can find them on the website and Instagram. He's a welder and custom metal worker who came up with a great home gym equipment. Um, I, I think about when you're putting it together, are you thinking about yourself and your guys who work out? Are you thinking about maybe someone who, who would use it? Or you have different styles? Can you customize it? When you're actually putting it together, what's your thought process, Mike? Uh, when I'm putting it together, you know, we have one clear product, like, well, we have a few different products, but one clear goal in mind, and that's, you know, you have a barbell, you have weights, you have a pull-up bar, you have basically all the essentials with our product. The awesome thing is because I fabricate, build, design everything myself, uh, people come to me with different ideas or different setups, or maybe they have different ceiling heights at home, and we can really make it fit their space. Yeah, because I've seen some people uh, have turned their their garage into home gym. Have you seen some of that, Mike? Oh, yeah, I have one here myself. And uh, it's (laughs) funny, whenever I take my dog on a walk, uh, you walk by and people have their garage doors open and gyms in there. And it's, uh, it's really refreshing to see.
Well, and for someone in the rugby fitness background and using your your love of fitness, your love of exercise, and your love of welding, it's got to feel good that it's all coming together into this business, Mike. Oh, absolutely. It's always something I, I thought I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, there's just so many big hitters out there, uh, not necessarily here in Canada, but just all over the world. And it's awesome that, you know, um, people can see the, the local homegrown business and, you know, I can I can compete with some of the bigger guys. Now, have some of your rugby buddies bought some of your equipment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've definitely made a couple home gyms for them. So Now, what's, what's next for you? Because Squad 6 Stands is obviously getting a lot of attention. We're talking to you. We're seeing stories about it around the region, the GTA. It's a really good feel-good story. But what you're doing, is there a next step for the future for what you're doing, Mike? Yeah, next step is just product development and, uh, you know, just coming out with uh, with good products that people want to see in their home gym, which is why I love my customers feedback and love to hear what they, what they're looking for and what they want, because my mind's always flowing and it's nice to see what our uh, community wants as well. So product development, and uh, we're just going to keep building from here. Do you think in a good way, Mike, as difficult as the pandemic has been, that companies like yours and people thinking, wait, I can't go to the gym. I should do something at home that maybe people are exercising and working out more than maybe they would have before the pandemic because they're appreciating it more. Yeah, I think it just comes into, um, you know, basically when you work out, you have your endorphins going, you become happy and, and, you know, uh, a good workout, you can never compete with that. So people, uh, I think are really prioritizing their health, right. When it comes to, the pandemic and all that's going on, you know, the, the best uh, fix for that is health and fitness. And I think people are very prioritizing that. So that's great. Mike, we hear a lot of stories about how uh, Ontario and York region and Canada needs more skilled trade workers. How did you get into welding? So it's uh, my, my dad, he was an immigrant into Canada. He came over here when he was 16 years old and he was uh, a welder back home. So, you know, I've always been in and out of the shop all my life, working with him on weekends and nights and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I did, I went to university, did all that, but uh, started working with him after university because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I just kind of fell in love with being able to create a, a custom product. Every single day is different. And it's also nice to show that, like, welding isn't just a, a dirty job that maybe everybody thinks it is. Like, you can create some really cool stuff and, and you know, you can really have the ability to be creative in the field, and, and that's what I really love about it. And you're not just welding, but you're using AutoCAD drawings as well to design stuff, so there's a science behind it as well. Oh, yeah, which was, uh, which was a complete 360 for me. Like, I come from a background of just hand drawings as well, but with the, with the technology we have today, it's incredible what you can create on the computer, go to the drawing board, and then actually seeing your product in real life, it's, uh, it's a really rewarding feeling. And am I correct? I mean, Squad Six Stands, Squad Six Stands Toronto.ca. You also have apparel now, Mike. Yes, we do. We have uh, Canadian built apparel, which uh, just something that I love to wear, and and uh, the customer feedback on that has been awesome too. So we have a few shirts to choose from. Great for working out, and uh, you know, also good for for everyday use. I think I might be hitting up your apparel shop pretty soon. Mike Coffin, uh, out of Vaughn Squad Six Stands. Check them out if you're looking for great Canadian made. Good quality home workout equipment. You can't miss it. Go to their Instagram, their website. Mike, thank you so much. Continue success, and I love this story. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Take care, Mike. Good to hear. This is the good news. 
Now this is good to hear honors from Forbes magazine with a York Region connection. To share the details, Mark Mayor, Frank Scarpitti. Mr. Mayor, the floor is yours. Well, I'm absolutely thrilled that for the second year in a row, the city of Markham is on Canada's Best Employers 2022 list from Forbes. We actually moved up three spots. We're in the 15th ranking, and we're the top city in all of Canada for this for this recognition. And this one is this one is shared by every individual uh, in the organization of the city of Markham. It, it's about the people that we have. And, uh, you know, we have a, a saying at the city that extraordinary things are done by extraordinary people. And it is a team effort. And it really speaks to the commitment that our staff have in, in serving uh, the public. And uh, I think in the best of times, uh, having a, a recognition like this would be a cause for celebration, uh, but the fact that we're not just on the list, but actually moved up three spots from last year, is speaks volumes. Uh, with all the challenges uh, that that we have faced, uh, our staff continues to be committed, continues to provide uh, leadership, and and truly make a contribution to the betterment of of our community. And. Uh, so to, to each and all the staff, absolutely, this belongs to you. But I will say this, you know, Andy Taylor, our chief administrative officer, our executive leadership team, uh, the the uh, directors across the organization, they're part of the leadership that creates the type of work environment that we want, one that's safe, uh, one that develops our staff, one that uh, engages our staff. I always say that when we put out a, an ad, for a position at the city of Markham. I've always wanted to use the tagline, uh, not for the faint of heart. When you join this organization, we have high expectations. Uh, We have uh, accountability uh, for all that we do, Uh, but we're also innovative. We also let people take risks, and through those risks, people learn, and the organization evolves, and, and truly our community is the better for it. And how do you think the improvement in rankings happened? Well, I, I, I don't know 100%. I'll just say this. Uh, we have been told it's not easy to move up uh, the the, uh, the rankings. So the fact we were able to move three spots. I, I, first of all, I, I'm extremely proud. You know, I, I, I say that the, the, the city of Mar- I use this in, in explaining some of our budget process. Um, I, I'll, I'll say that we don't have a profit line. Uh, like private enterprise does, but uh, I I can tell you that there is a true, strong, entrepreneurial, business-like culture at the city of Markham. And and again, it's a tribute to our CAO and to the leadership at at the city of Markham. Um, We we are as entrepreneurial as anyone else, and and, uh, on, on several occasions, I think we've been able to pull off uh, something that uh, even the private sector at times would have probably been more challenged uh, because of their own uh, processes and, and protocols. And, and we're, I'd say we have that, that strong entrepreneurial spirit. And, and again, um, I think it speaks to the, the organization, uh, the way that, that we do foster, I think, a very uh, welcoming and healthy uh, work environment. We reinvest in our staff. 
uh, we care for each other. Uh, you know, I know a lot's been said about mental health, but uh, that's that's one area again that that our organization uh, puts efforts into ensuring that the people are supported when they're when they're being challenged. And whether that's at work or or whether that's in their personal lives, because at the end of the day, you know, it, it's hard to switch uh, one part of your life off when you come to work. But but we understand. The dynamics of all of that, and, and again, um, I think it, it's really a culture and an environment, and and, and the people themselves—they uh, they rise to the occasion. They've risen to the occasion over the past two years, uh, while we faced all the challenges that, that we've had. And uh, I know that we we get, you know, certainly even at the beginning, two two years ago, we were getting calls from other municipalities. Uh, asking how we're still proceeding with the council committee, uh, the, the various uh, uh, committee of adjustment, everything just kept on going. And, and again, a very high level of service. Our customer satisfaction rates are, are extremely high. And this is, uh, we're not perfect. Uh, we're, uh, I'll admit that. We, we, we always uh, look at ourselves, uh, and, and we never say, because we've always done it that way. We never say that at the city of Markham. We always look for ways to do it better, to do it more effectively, to do it less costly, but always with uh, the best of customer service. That's our goal. So I guess you would say then that it's the people that make Markham such a, a powerhouse as an employer? I think I think in, in this, it's, it's the ingredients. It, it absolutely is the, the people that, that we hire, uh, when we hire them, the way that we engage them. But it's also the culture uh, at the city of Markham. I mean, we, we, we do uh, have high expectations of, of people. Um, we have it of ourselves. You know, we, we have it. Of, I have it of myself. Uh, the, the senior leadership team has it uh, of themselves. They, they always uh, stand back and and. Uh, ask the right questions and, and challenge in the right spots. So it's not, you know, absolutely fundamentally, it's the people. But, you know, sometimes even good people uh, the, don't feel um, engaged, uh, don't feel like they're part of the process, don't feel that they they have an opportunity to grow as individuals and, uh, and also to contribute. I think the sense of contribution and, and a recognition, too, it doesn't matter which department in the city of Markham might be leading a particular initiative. We always know that it's a team effort, and we do have cross-departmental teams, and uh, we try to break down uh, sort of the, the processes that stand in the way uh, of us being successful. So fundamentally, it's the people, but it's the culture, the processes, and, and the way in which the organization is, is managed. I think all of it is an important uh, component of our success. Congratulations, Mayor Scarpitti, and to the city of Markham. Thank you. Good to hear. We'll be right back on 105.9 The Region. Listen live at 1059theregion.com or 105.9 FM. This is 105.9 The Region with your stories, the good news in our neighborhoods, our cities, our country, and beyond. This is Good to Hear. 
This year marks the 100th anniversary of the Galt Arena Gardens, the oldest continually operating hockey arena in the world. It's located in Cambridge, Ontario. I'm Craig Robertson. Welcome to Good to Hear. Joining us to talk about the anniversary is the Mayor of Cambridge, Mayor Catherine McGarry. Madam Mayor, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, good morning, Craig. This is exciting to, to, uh, to help celebrate with everybody. Thanks for having me on. This is really an exciting time for the city of Cambridge and for hockey and history fans around the world. Talk about the excitement around this occasion. Oh, we're tremendously excited, not only here as city staff that uh, have the opportunity to celebrate this building by operating it, but we are hearing from citizens, not only from just Cambridge, but literally around the world that either have memories of this or follow some of the history of arenas in the world, there's tremendous excitement and real anticipation to celebrate all year long. This is a real feather in Cambridge's hat, having the, the world's oldest continually operating facility like this in the world. The City of Cambridge have planned 100 activities to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the arena. Talk about how these activities will look uh, right now during lockdown, pandemic times, and post-pandemic when things start to open up a bit. I will, and I'll start off with uh, saying how incredible it was for me on January 20th. 2022 to be standing in the facility with the the operations manager uh, Dean Bevan to celebrate this building literally a hundred years after it opened and on that day we had envisioned that it would be full of people having tours and getting in to see the facility and all of the new paint and you know the the sort of the touch-ups that had happened at this arena and indeed because of the pandemic, only myself, Dean, and CTV operator were allowed in. <laughs> so it was an incredible experience to stand in that arena and just think back to 100 years ago. We had envisioned that we would have in-person tours right away. We are going to have to hold in-person events off until the pandemic restrictions release. But there's all kinds of online celebration activities that people can do. Um, they can go onto our website, which is cambridge.ca slash galtarena100. And there's a commemorative look at the arena's long history through a milestone uh, timeline talking about who did what when and when it opened officially. There's the Sports Hall of Fame display where you can see things like the Con Smythe letter from 1934 when the Toronto Maple Leafs came to train in our facility. There is the first program that happened there. But there's also other, other memorabilia, not just from the hockey world, but from the skating world, the figure skating world. Taller Cranston, Ron Shaver, those uh, famous figure skaters got their st start when the figure skating club started there as well. One of the most important things is the memories of Galtarina Gardens, the Engage Cambridge page, where we've been asking people to stroll down memory lane and talk about their memories of this facility. And it's incredible to see the number of memories that people are coming up with, and maybe not their own or their own as a child, but thinking back to their, their parents, grandparents, and other neighborhood uh, people that came in to celebrate this facility. Not only is it an arena, 
but they did have circuses, they had uh, agricultural fairs and all kinds of activities when the ice was out. So I guess the best site to do it again would be cambridge.ca slash Galt Arena 100 and you can put all those memories in there. There will be additional programming and rental opportunities to commemorate the centennial offered throughout the year as public health measures permit. We're looking at perhaps um, an event in the summer where we've got food trucks in the in the uh, outside and that there will be ongoing tours in site to celebrate the memorabilia and the famous uh, teams that have played here. Our special guest on Good to Hear is Cambridge Mayor Catherine McGarry. We're talking about the 100th anniversary of the Galt Arena Gardens. Talk about some of your early memories of, uh, of enjoying the rink. Well, it's fun because uh, all of my, my children have learned to skate at Galt Arena Gardens. I chose that uh, arena for them to start at because I was always a heritage enthusiast. And uh, so this was the arena I chose to to have my children learn to skate. And what's fun is that I was president of Heritage Cambridge in the mid-90s when we asked the City of Cambridge through their Municipal Heritage Advisory Committee to look at designating this arena. And fortunately, the Council of the Day agreed that they would designate this under the uh, Ontario Heritage Act and it received its designation in around 1997. But the city then did commit to a multi-million dollar upgrade to this facility. And lo and behold, they uncovered this beautiful wood ceiling and skylight that shine natural light into this arena. And so it's been a real pleasure. So during that period of time when it reopened, I still had uh, children years after that that learned to skate in this area. I've seen hockey games there. I've gotten to drop the puck on center ice uh, for the Red Hawk games. And I also saw an alumni game with the alumni of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Portraits of Honour a couple of years ago. So it's got a very exciting past. And for me personally, I'm just so thrilled to see that this is a designated building that's celebrated worldwide for its history. Any hockey rink in Canada needs dedicated employees to maintain the ice and maintain the facilities. It must be a badge of honour for the city workers who work at the Galt Arena Gardens, knowing that they're really, really working on sacred ground and, and working at a place that has such a rich history. You know, I have to say the staff is, you know, they all have feathers in their caps and they regard this as an absolute jewel in our city to celebrate and to see the pride on our city staff as they talk about this building. So I, I feel that all of us at City Council are really thankful that our city staff have taken this on personally and the pride in what they have done to uh, spruce up the arena for this year, but the pride they take in helping to ensure that the world's oldest operating facility looks its best at all times. You could just see the, the really pride of place through all of the staff. I was talking to the supervisor during the, the tour on January 20th, whose father had been involved in the facility and uh, helping to operate it. So this was kind of handing down those skills. But he said everybody went above and beyond the call of duty in order to show off this 
wonderful arena at its absolute best. So hats off to this, uh, this incredible team that we have here in Cambridge. Mayor Catherine McGarry is the mayor of Cambridge, Ontario, talking about the 100th anniversary of the Galt Arena Gardens. Visit cambridge.ca for more information. Thank you very much for joining us on Good to Hear. Well, thanks, Craig. I really look forward to uh, listening for the rest of the year for everybody's memories and hope you can come out and tour it as well. That's good to hear. I'm Craig Robertson for 105.9 The Region. Send us your good news stories at info at 1059theregion.com. This is good to hear.